This is an impression of my 11-year-old daughter playing marriage counselor again. Pause, Daddy. Mama got your point mid-breath. Broken record hits. You're welcome. Holla! Thank you! Very much. Every night, my daughter asks, Daddy, what do you do after you tuck me in? Last night, I snap and say, I squeeze in five minutes of me two time. All right? Holla! Broken record hits. Thank you! Very much! My wife works nights as a nurse. So I'll be out with my three kids plenty. And random grown men will approach me out of the blue and say, you've got your hands full. And I'll say, if my book, The Great American Jew Novel, scores me a talent agent sometime this century, resulting in my wife agreeing to an open marriage relationship with Katy Perry, then my hands will be full. Broken record hits. Ha! Thank you! Very much! I gave up Adderall despite writing like a Jewish angel on it so I'd focus less on how ahead of the curve annoying my wife can be. Wife says, I've sacrificed. She acts like an aspiring comedian in his late 20s wanted kids ever. I'm 46 now. I've aged well, I know. My wife hasn't sucked the life out of my face just yet. Despite dropping ahead of the curve annoying lines such as, if I give the baby boob now, he'll be in the boob all night long. And I say, all of a sudden, your boob has more important places to be. Be happy your torn up nips are getting any attention at all. Last night, I sucked on my wife's nips for old time's sake before realizing they still taste like a regrettable non-fat latte. Broken record hits. Holla! Thank you! Very much! Son says, I've seen mama's vagina before. I prefer a vagina with no hair. I say, big boobs? Compliment it better. Wife says, baby gets bored if he spends too much time with me. I said, I always knew the kid was a quick learner. Son says, Daddy, why didn't you go on the Peloton today? I say, Andy Dick gave me full-blown AIDS through Zoom. I got food poisoning from the halal guys. Son says, enough with the excuses, Daddy. You're worse than Hillary. My wife is from Australia originally. My mother calls to shoot down our plans to marry there almost immediately. <laughs> She says, Australia is a long flight from New York, son, and your father doesn't love you 
that much. You're the sloppy second son for a reason. You better recognize Holla! But I put my wife at ease and I said, Babe, assuming we have a boy one day, instead of hiring a rabbi for the circumcision, we'll hire Crocodile Dundee just so we could hear a room full of Jews say, Now that's a knife! You could chop it all off with that thing. Holla! Broken record hits for more jokes. Gen X dads understand. Holla! Go fuck yourself too. Thank you! Very much. What's it like being an unplanned father of three? Drinking alone is no longer an issue. I actually gave up drinking beer last summer. I felt terrible spending so much time hungover, recycling endless, empty reminders of my lushy, bitter-laced past <laughs> as entire Rocky Marathons and AMC passed me by. Six million hits later, I have to learn that 420, the National Pot Smoking Holiday, is actually Hitler's birthday. <laughs> I haven't felt this duped since Sly Stallone snuck Mel Gibson into Expendables 3. Has anyone tried Snoop Dogg's new red wine? Wine Advocate says it tastes like mouthwash used in porn hood hell. This is Ziggy Marley being interviewed by High Times Magazine. Ziggy, how did your dad have seven kids? Doesn't ganja use drain your life blaster dry? Ziggy Marley says, fake news, man. I had to stop smoking weed after I thought my daughter was asleep because I felt like a total moron trying to answer her questions on it while trying to get her to sleep again. <laughs> uh, daughter says, Daddy, if God created the universe, then who created God? Eventually, I come up with God went back in time in a time machine made by Elon Musk. Daughter says, real convincing, Dad. Thanks for making me an atheist at four. Broken record hits. Holla! Thank you! Very much! Deplorable! Is anyone who's glad Jassee Smollett took a shot? Has BLM taken the Rocky statue down yet? Because it promotes white supremacy. One kid only means your diaphragm is for walls after all. Trans is gay about lunging at Othello in tights. How did Andrew, I won't jump off my own bridge, Cuomo, become a sex symbol again? He looks like Mama Fratelli from the Goonies and the thing had a baby. Ex-Mayor Bill de Blasio is married to a woman who used to be a full-time lesbian in Park Slope, Brooklyn, before they met. Yet yeah, we're supposed to believe garlic breath converted her? Hutt's breath eats pizza with a fork and knife. Yet yeah, burying his beak into her bean pie without a mask on with such sloppy, reckless abandon is a plausible theory to digest. I order a triple espresso because members of my Gen X generation like our comedy, like our coffee. Dark and bitter. Two recessions later, rapidly approaching three. <laughs> uh, and 
after 9-11, only for our precious media to suck off W nonstop since he started painting pictures of maimed vets he gave PTSD to and started palling around with Ellen at Cowboys games. Which proves how the queen of daytime comedy is pro-Bush all the way! Holla! Sinatra, 10.0 lives, broken record hits. Thank you very much. Today, we the people means less than in Dr. Noki, we trust. Supreme Court Justice Amy Barrett is Mia Farrow with better husband selection. Nirvana didn't kill hair metal. AIDS did before magic made HIV disappear. Barista asks, is a triple espresso enough? I say yes. Anything less would circumcise my happiness. Like seeing Bjork over the shrieking seals. But yeah, one triple espresso is enough. So I can feel like Mark Marin without the career. 96 comedy records later. Killer with the cause being my latest and greatest. That's fresh off the press. Aren't you blessed? Killer with the cause is going for broke because I'm so broke. My Hebrew name is under judicial review. Holla! Broken record hits. Thank you very much. Next album is Mega Dumb Daddy. Daughter says, Daddy, how many zeros are in a trillion? I say, ask Alexa. My brain hurts already. <laughs> Daughter replies, is that why you call yourself a degenerate Jew daddy? Because you still count with your fingers during blackjack under the table for simple arithmetic? <laughs> Mega dumb daddy always blanks on being the tooth fairy's wingman again. Daughter says, daddy, no money from the tooth fairy again? Is the tooth fairy even real? I say the rock slept in for a change. All right. Mega dumb daddy marries a wife with no chest, thinking she's bound to fill out on top eventually like her mother did. <laughs> wife says, Matilda's the last girl in her fifth grade class to get breast buds. Mega dumb daddy says, then why haven't your buds sprouted yet? Mega dumb daddy insists on taking weed edibles two hours before his daughter goes to sleep already. Daughter makes him feel dumber than ever and says, so mega dumb daddy, if God created the universe and who created God? I say, God went back in time in a time machine made by Elon Musk. Daughter says, it's really convincing, dad. Thanks for making me an atheist at four. And could you be any more of a mega dumb daddy for repeating uh, the same jokes at this point in my life are older than Yiddish? Holla! Thank you very much. Mega dumb daddy. Always over-sexualizes everything. Daughter asks, Daddy, what do you do after tucking me in at night? Mega Dumb Daddy says, I squeeze in five minutes of me two time. All right? Holla! Callback special supreme number two. You're welcome. Broken record hits. Thank you very much. Daughter asks, Daddy, what's paternal burnout? I say, Mommy pushing melatonin gummies on you guys at a hard seven every night? <laughs> or her friend having to microdose to make playing Operation Gender Reassignment Edition with her kid and friends who bought Michelle Obama's book, Reach Higher? <laughs> Yesterday, I saw Michelle Obama's book, Reach Higher, in the dumpster bin at Target and thought, Bill Maher just got a stiffy. LeBron James 
king of the persecution complex, got the idea to support a cast during the NBA Finals for Michelle Obama after Michelle threatened to jam her arm up Barack's ass. Have you ever offered Beyonce a glass of Paul Newman's lemonade over her homemade kombucha ever again? When LeBron loses in the NBA playoffs, or this past year, when LeBron was eliminated from first-round playoff contention, do you think Obama scurried down to his man cave in Martha's Vineyard and reached for his secret stash of Almond Joys hid behind a giant box of duct tape from Costco? Joan lives. Holla! Broken record hits. Thank you! Very much. Imagine Thanksgiving at the Obamas this year. Obama says, Malaya, you barely touch your tofurkey. Malaya says, why did you push me to intern for Miramax? Dad, Obama says, at the time, it looked good on your resume. Plus, your mom added extra protection muscle on the set of girls. And that fat Jew couldn't pin down Michelle if he tried. Michelle Obama claims that anyone who flees from the south side of Chicago is racist. The south side of Chicago is only the lead maker of blood-controlling kits in the country. Just like how Hillary, Hammer Time Cankles, is the number one selling voodoo doll in Haiti year after year, yet Michelle acts like the south side of Chicago is only one crep food truck away from gentrification. You know, liberal talk for less mouthy Cardi B's who are louder than Busta Rhymes at a midnight showing of higher learning. If fleeing the south side of Chicago is racist, then Obama gave $1.5 billion to Iran in unmarked bills for overseas manufacturing jobs for Build-A-Bear to make the Iranian economy less reliant on the sale of hair removal creams for the Kardashians. Did you know Lena Dunham was Hillary's social media community manager for her campaign? Only Lena Dunham can make Homa liquor breath less likable and relatable in one blubbery swoop. Hillary says she lost because of Russian collusion. Wrong, hammer time cankles. You lost because you're an unhuggable cunt. Hillary forgot to delete that memo too. Holla! Broken record hits. Thank you very much. Trump has ties to Russia. Duh, what mail order bride owner doesn't. This is Trump handing out candy outside the White House with Melania. You want to know what Melania tastes like? Try some raw candy, kid. The spirit of Halloween isn't hanging up ISIS flags to scare away trick-or-treaters. But weird, weak, woke Howard still insists Biden, a.k.a. Mr. Groper, a.k.a. Mr. Icky Shuffle was the most popular U.S. presidential candidate of all time. Because Permhead doesn't want to miss out on any more two-bite chicken parm dinners at Jimmy Kimmel's house. Jimmy Fallon's writers hate because when he tussled Trumpy Poo's hair on The Tonight Show, a real-life skinhead never emerged. Personally, I miss Trump's relentless optimism and over-the-top salesmanship. If Trump got HIV after Melania cheated on him with magic on the rebound after the Stormy Daniels fiasco, 
Trump would tweet on whatever hate speech platform he's allowed to rumble on next. Do I have HIV? Yes. But my T-cell count numbers have never been stronger. Our State of the Union, especially these days, is like Colbert's handle on funny these days. Shaky. <laughs> Too bad Bill O'Reilly is no longer deemed threatening enough to impersonate for a living. <laughs> At least Bill O'Reilly gave Colbert gravitas. Dr. Seuss is Tony Robbins for kids. Dr. Seuss's illustrations are steeped in harmful stereotypes, they say, but I don't recall him drawing a picture of BLM protesters looting the Gucci store who refused to pay. Dr. Seuss drew a picture of a topless African in a grass skirt. He's a racist then. It's set. But I didn't know FUBU was in fashion yet. Has anybody complained about the hook-nosed goblin bankers in Harry Potter yet? You know, Mel Gibson was overjoyed with that movie set. Did J.K. Rowling think I'm hiring Mel Gibson as a set designer on my flick? Mel, being a throbbing Jew-hater dick, makes him my automatic number one pick. What if I don't care for green eggs and ham? This means what? I hate the Irish race and refuse to play beer pong with them at such a rapid-fire pace? Or does it mean I insist on watching Irish movies with subtitles because of the funny way they sound, while also refusing to unfold my arms and dance in junior high to more jump around? Dr. Seuss drew pictures of Asians eating with chopsticks. How sick! It's worse than drawing a picture of Cardi B's dropping chopsticks into her cum bucket full of other forgotten stuffings in there, like a long-lost chicken nugget. <laughs> what happens in the book, and to think I saw it on Mulberry Street? Did Sonny and his crew beat up a bunch of rowdy bikers on the street? because they sprayed beer on the bartender and should have stuck to ordering their drinks neat. Wait a minute, that happened in the Bronx tale. American-made mafia tales about the working man can't be beat. I only wish Chaz Pelmentary's acting career still packed so much heat. Dr. Seuss is the Tony Robbins for kids who continues to inspire millions of kids to keep fighting for their dreams instead of recommending they watch 13 Reasons Why whenever they feel their lives are falling apart at the seams. Dr. Seuss was right. There's fun to be done and games to win. Stop playing the victim, give Twitter a timeout, or just dump your tablet into the trash bin. Broken record hits. Holla! Dr. Seuss lives... Thank you very much. The Zamboni artist. No friendship is an accident. Oh, Henry. If a husband Googles an ex-girlfriend three kids later, does it mean he's officially divorced from great expectations at home? <laughs> at the same time, what man isn't guilty? of reflecting fondly on spoiled summer's past, especially when you've had to suck up another frigid East Coast winter in the face of permanent career stagnation, suckitude again. <laughs> the same winter 
and so-called comedy career that felt colder than Harvey Weinstein's old casting couch at the Four Seasons when you're not laughing all the way to the bank just yet. But at least Harvey Weinstein's wife of the past 12 years finally left him to focus on her lifetime battle with amnesia. Now Solomon Cornbluth, a proud stay-at-home podcast comedian, was on thin ice with his wife of 12 years for failing to make any money off his sheets of comedy gold. Despite him urging his accountant to write off such an awe-inspiring, sparkly array of A-plus gemery dissemination on his Do-It-All Dad Time blog and Do-It-All Dad Year podcast as a generous charitable donation. What 46-year-old non-industry rat so-called comedian Solomon Cornbluth wanted was a win. But not just any win. Like getting another comedy record Mega Dumb Daddy reposted on SoundCloud again by some random faceless music promo service, but an actual trophy symbolizing how in this instance, Solomon Cornbluth was the best of the rest. Tony Hawk lives. Holla! Thank you very much. Solomon Cornbluth had won some awards in the past, but they weren't a result of superior mental toughness, sustained physical dominance, or a result of outperforming his competition for number one champion bragging rights either. Winning most improved basketball player at sleepaway camp was an incredibly moving moment for Solomon Cornbluth because despite not knowing the full extent of it yet, he was an overly sensitive, lonely, shy, nerve-plague fag as a whole who blew off canteen mixers with the fellow female camp members to shoot hoop and read his crack comics in bed alone. Instead, after cranking out one to freckle-faced, speckled Alyssa Rohde, a counselor for the female camp who wore University of Maryland boxer shorts, creeping up her supple spry ass, as Dice would say back in the day, and her mountainous cleavage formation was a thing of immovable, feast-worthy beauty as those gorgeous melons dangle like luscious lobes of mouth-drooling, inducing perfection. Okay, so maybe Sal McCormick wasn't 100% Okay, just yet, especially knowing how a fellow bunkmate tried to shame him once for owning a jar of Vaseline while having no idea what that actually meant. <laughs> bunkmate Jordan from New Jersey says in a crackling, just a day over puberty voice, what did you need that Vaseline for, Solomon? And Solomon says, I don't know, for an itchy ass? My mom packed it for me. Bunkmate Jordan laughs in a slightly demented, pseudo-bellowing manner and says, you can't blame your mom for being a fudge packer, dude. <laughs> Later. On his Doodle Dead Year podcast, Solomon Cornbluth would do a routine about sex ed and sleepaway camp throughout the late 80s before magic made HIV disappear. He says, do third graders today really need to know about scented lubes after using good old-fashioned Vaseline? Let's try that again. He says, do third graders today really need to know about scented lubes after using good old-fashioned Vaseline became passe already. Holla! When I was 13 years old at sleepaway camp, but still not into the puberty party yet, one of my bunkmates gay-shamed me for my mom packing me Vaseline, yet I still didn't get the gay lube joke connotations using my expense to watching female porn decades later on thrilllikeabeauties.com, <laughs> if you really need to know. It's hard to develop any surge of self-esteem at sleepaway camp when you're the second worst athlete there after the chic son from Great Neck and Yenta Breath Seinfeld Country. Seinfeld, otherwise known as the Joke Doctor, just auctioned off one of his vintage Porsches for charity. I just hope that half of those proceeds went to Larry's kids. I also don't want Seinfeld smirking for at least five years 
until he gives the world a semi-credible excuse or being completely oblivious to Bill Cosby's four-decade reign of rape throughout Fantastic L.A., a pie in those Hollywood-drugging hills. Where were your powers of observation then, Jerry? Ha! Also, why isn't Barry Bonds or Roger Clemens in the Hall of Fame already? They were already Hall of Fame bound when they used to collect their cards at camp. Plus, if I took HGH, testosterone shots, or any form of performance-enhancing drugs at sleepaway camp, I just would have struck out at a more accelerated speed. Solomon Cornbluth never got into collecting hockey cards until his friend Jared got him into the New York Rangers in 93, encouraging him to buy all the hockey cards he could so he could snag an Eric Lindros rookie card of his own, bound to be worth big money one day, who was being hyped as a new great one post-Gratzky, with a bigger mark on his back than Trump did after he triggered the swamp with fits of despair for relegating good old Jeb Bush to another low-energy, half-wit hack-for-hire like the rest. Solomon Cornblue targeted Laura Bush in his debt comedy album, Resist This, when he said, Fuck Laura Bush for thinking the world gives a shit about our memoir. Texas librarians know best. At least Hillary Hammertime Cankles was willing to get rich or die trying, bitch. And this is an impression of Stevie Nicks backstage at MSG. Hillary, tell me lies, only sweet little lies. Holla! Versus humongous bitter ones, like how you lost to Trump because of Russian collusion involving fantasy tales of Drago holograms emerging in your voting booth, only to threaten you with impossible to ignore ultimatums like vote Trump or I'll break you. Holla! I thought you lost to Trump because you're an unhuggable cunt. My bad. You must have deleted that memo too. Hillary, callback special, Supreme. Number three, you're welcome. Ha! Broken record hits. Thank you very much. And why would Trump hire two Russian hookers to pee on him at a hotel in Moscow when he could hire a bunch of Ivanka lookalikes to do the same thing at his hotel in D.C.? Whenever Pussy Grabber likes. Ha! Broken record hits. Thank you very much. One time. Solomon and Jared got caught shoplifting hockey cards at Child World, yet the security guard let them off with an ominous warning when he said, I'm going to let you two go, but understand, the only reason I caught you two is because you came back to steal again and got greedy. This damning, ominous indictment of greedy, self-serving behavior always stayed with Solomon Cornbuth, who obviously didn't pay homage to the commandment, thou shalt not steal one iota. For some time after. Even his younger brother shamed him into to stop stealing turkey jerky at Gelson's as the ultimate shishi bitch life enhancer and richer back in the day. Little bro says, never steal, it's wrong, bro. And this is years after his younger brother, aka Sir Snortalot, was caught on a security camera stealing thousands from his parents' ATM to buy more blow at 13 years old in Washington Heights from Julio Silverblade III which resulted in his parent shipping him off to boarding school with a bunch of Jew-picking-on-hockey jocks in Avon, Connecticut. So Solomon Cornbluth knew what a steep price his parents had to pay for his younger brother's crimes of incessant, serial-serving selfishness, like a pseudo-slacker, underachiever Hunter Biden in the making. We never had the privilege of being able to collect 52 grand a month from a Ukrainian sports drink company for pushing borscht as a new kombucha. One day, 
Solomon Kornbluth got burnt out on making the world laugh for free on his doodle Dad time podcast again and went to the local hockey rink for a cheap happy hour special and was greeted by an Italian bartender, Vinny Zamboni II, who's known to stir memories of ex-girlfriend's past. Vinny notices how Solomon Kornbluth is a tad low energy, hunched over his phone without much fiery glint in his eyes. Vinny says, is that IPA stale champ? Do you want something a tad lighter that's more poundable, like any Yenta breath from Long Island on spring break? Solomon Cornbluth laughs and says, what's your story? Bartenders never make me laugh unless they're sporting a winter wool hat in summer. Holla! Vinny says, I'm Vinny Zamboni II. My great-great-grandfather invented the Zamboni machine. I do the light shows for the hockey rink. My Zamboni driving days are behind me. Cool job, though, when you're 16. I plowed my fair share of ice queen boxes on top of that push plower machine. Solomon says, what type of light shows do you produce? The one at Hayden Planetarium is boring. I fell asleep two minutes into it. Daughter woke me with a sharp elbow in my ribs, and I yell, what? God only made Neil deGrasse Tyson interesting for two-minute spurts at a time. Vinny Zamboni II laughs and says, you're a pretty funny guy yourself, so what's bringing you down, champ? Solomon Cornblue says, just longing for some fun in the sun again. Two unplanned kids later. That's what I get for being a degenerate pothead who kept on forgetting to ask his girl if she was on the pill. Ha! What's bringing me down is realizing how I'm getting bored of my kid's company. I need to get back on the stage again. Plus, my pinched nerve in my back is killing me. Since my wife forced me to see a hate speech therapist and to stop taking Adderall to focus less on how ahead of the curve annoying my wife can be, after dropping lines such as, I've sacrificed, she acts like an aspiring comedian in his early 30s, one of kids ever. <laughs> Callback special, supreme number four, you're welcome. Holla! Broken record hits. Thank you very much. I'm doing a Google search for a chiropractor. And I end up finding my ex in Hawaii, who I met when I used to live in Hermosa Beach. How could I ever forget Summer King beyond those Hermosa skies? Then, I googled a comedy festival in Hawaii, but realized it's been canceled because of this COVID damage done bullshit. So it got me down because I know I could win it. The only awards I ever won was Grooviest my senior year in high school and Most Improved Basketball Player at Sleepaway Camp. I was also wined and dined after leading my IT agency sales office in billing one month and got to party it up in the Sunset Room in Fantastic LA once, but that's it. But I went to win that comedy festival and blast off away in my comedy gold mobile wave runner, which nobody will ever be able to take away from me. Gorshman Brothers live. Holla! Thank you! Very much! If I can't afford to get my son the SS Flag G.I. Joe aircraft carrier for Hanukkah, at least I could let him ride my Comedy Gold Wave Runner mobile. How much would gas cost to ride that Wave Runner back to New York exactly? <laughs> I'm still so broke my Hebrew name is under judicial review. Vinny says, So I produce light shows flush with holograms of hockey legends, both dead and new like Bobby Hull the Mighty Messier, and reenact legendary 
fights, like when Ty Domi fought Bob Prober in 94, when he poses with the belt around his waist. Boy, were those the days. Pre-social media, before you had to hear lines on kids' shows about some character being the LeBron James of stem cell research. <laughs> what the fuck does that even mean? Is he a celeb scientist that has his own brand of tequila? Spiked umbilical cord stump smoothies that he sold to Bill Gates for a cool $500 million or what? Holla! Can you believe kids today get Beyond Meat tattoos around these parts? <laughs> I freelance as a tattoo artist for my brother's top parlor in Danbury, Connecticut called Body Art USA. Holla! Solomon Cornbus says, I've been telling my local pizza owner, Frank, to make an artichoke and spinach slice using Alfredo cream sauce of sorts versus just a boring white slice with flaccid, deathly off-white artichokes plopped on top of it. That will inspire hipsters from Bushwick to make the schlep down to these parts just to yup all about it. Plus, I'm getting pissed about Bill Gates, a question-writing daughter, already owning half the real estate in North Salem already. So I love the idea of Frank being able to grab a meteor slice of that synthetic Pea protein, beyond meat pie. Holla! Vinny says, so whatever happened to your summer wind? Solomon says, she smiled at me one day with her soul-blasting eyes that screamed, I love you. And for some strange reason, my eyes didn't love her back. One time, she dyed her hair blonde when I took her out to meet up with a, a friend of mine in Napa. And everyone thought she was a high-end prostitute because she dressed real classy, sexy with the tight dress. Creeping up her ass, dice lives. Holla! I love kissing Summer King. We do weed shotgun kisses together, which were the best. We made veal piccata, watching The Sopranos together, drank pyramid peach beers by Hermosa Beach, and nobody sported prettier feet in the sand than Summer King. Vinny says, Summer sounds like a real trophy wife material. Solomon says, yeah. She even said, why don't we move to Santa Barbara so I could write books and she could day trade to make us money for the time being. Boy, did I fuck that one up. Vinny says, I hate to bring you down more than you are already, champ, but you're right. Holla! Solomon Cornbus says, Summer liked Metallica, Wu-Tang, The Sopranos, and loved everything about me. She thought I could be a big-time writer just from meeting my friend Spexer, for Christ's sake. Vinny says, I already told you you fucked up, bro. I'm known as the ex-girlfriend stirrer, but you're just progressively pissing me off for being such a dumb fuck for expunging her from your life so prematurely jerk off. You don't think I want to kick back in the sand with a hot Asian gal from Hawaii and pebble-free Hermosa Beach with a gal named Summer King, no less, for Christ's sake? I had to suck up summers in an ocean full of seashells and fucking nets of seaweed in Norwalk, Connecticut, for Christ's sake. Plus, my brother owns this ranking, and it's a family tradition to keep it family-operated. You're a little old for it, but do you want a job writing a Zamboni? We're already running around in circles, so... Why not take your sad sack sob story around the ice for a couple of laps because you're bringing me down and enraging me all at the same time. I'm paraphrasing, but Mark Twain said writers write interesting stories who possess a series of interesting varied jobs. So why not give the Zamboni driver job a shot, champ? You obviously have nothing better to do with your time on a Sunday. Ultra-wise King Solomon, you're not. Solomon Cornblow took the job and smoothed over the rough patches with his wife at home before being promoted to chief Zamboni manager who worked on his MC skills as the host of a weekly karaoke night, rocking out renditions of Baba O'Reilly with real deal star-powered authority. Then, one year later, 
Solomon Kornbluth got his trophy and won the Aloha Comedy Festival, coming in first place, and was able to take his wife and mother of three children for endless killer spins in his new comedy Goldmobile for one memory-rich victory lap after the next, delivering a killer set for the ages that started off like this. Solomon Kornbluth kills. Holla! It's hard to keep cool when your kids were forced to wear a mask like Michael Jackson's kids on holiday in Bahrain. If Michael Jackson were alive today, how would he defend himself against all his Neverland accusers exactly? Would the king of popping cherries say, All the Beatles royalty points in the world can't buy me love? Holla! Thank you! Very much! Anyone try Snoop Dogg's new wine? According to Wine Advocate, it tastes like mouthwash used in porn hood hell. I actually gave up drinking beer last summer. It got humiliating, spending so much time hungover, recycling, endless reminders of my lushy, littered, bitter, loaded past as entire Rocky Marathons and AMC passed me by. Did you know 420 is Hitler's birthday? After learning this, I felt more betrayed than the time Sly Stallone snuck Mel Gibson into Expendables 3. And this is Ziggy Marley being interviewed by High Times Magazine. Ziggy, how did your dad have seven kids? Doesn't ganja drain your ball sack dry? Ziggy Marley says, fake news, man. And if Obama is such a baller, why do you ride the bench at all Asian private school in Hawaii? Summer Lamb lives. Ha! Thank you very much! What if Bob Marley became president of the United States, so Obama didn't have to. <laughs> For starters, there's no more trouble, and it'd be a punky reggae party tonight, and we'd be jamming in the name of the Lord, not in honor of Allah's gangster-ruining paradise, <laughs> especially since the hopeful one rebranded ISIS ISIL, so they'd sound more startup-friendly in the New York Times. And ISIS headhunters aren't good recruiters. All they do is target other lonely virgins on Facebook Messenger like Goodwill Hoodie slash aka Zitfei Zook who wish their phones blew up. But killing the number two in charge of ISIS made it easier for ISIS to recruit? Like the head of recruitment for ISIS would ever honor a non-compete agreement with Al-Qaeda. And why are radical jihadists so into deflowering virgins in Allah's Hyman Hack in paradise? Doesn't Jihadi John have enough blood on his hands already? Other texts in the Quran also promises the duration of sex greatly prolonged and its pleasure enduring. Spoken like a true virgin asshole till the end of time. And I feel fine! Holla! Running on shtick till the end of time. And I'm obviously far from empty. Holla! Thank you! Very much! Still, what's better than a first place trophy is a new award in your honor given every year at the Standin O Last Festival in Haifa called the Killer Cornbooth Award, honored to a comic that year who exhibited fearless killer shtick till his last dying breath. <laughs> All three of Solomon's killer. Koshitarian kids won the Killer Cornbluth Award in their dear dad's honor soon after. So comedic royalty in the mold of King Solomon Cornbluth did live on through do-it-all dad's big three after all. 
and Solomon Kornbluth had his new Zamboni artist friend to thank for his victory laps in his comedy go-mobile, taken with his three biggest fans in the universe, while squeezing onto their dear Dada with all of their loving might and his custom-made stretch three-seater Wave Runner, the same team who always stood by his side, especially when his comedy career was ice cold, when Mama would threaten to kick him out of the house whenever the mood struck, and not even Hamas, despite them trying, could ever take that away from me. Holla! Broken record hits. Thank you!